one of the other things is understanding where is it actually leading to. I think a lot of people think I'll put a Facebook ad up, someone will click it and they'll buy my thing. But it doesn't work like that. It's not just A leads to B. When you've got your foundation set and you want to start scaling, I think it's a very, very important part of your marketing mix. If we don't know who we're trying to reach and what we want to say to those people that get them to raise their hand and show interest, it's just not going to work in any channel. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out create the influence, income and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined by my most of the time Thursday co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? Good, Sam. I'm really sad that's only most of the time. I know we get super busy at times. We can't always bang out these uh, these Thursday episodes with with the regularity that we would otherwise like. But it is we're here. it is most of the time. There's not that many that that you've missed. It's but well, to be has- honest, it's the highlight of my week. I put everything else aside to be here. <laughs> And on that note, let's move into today's episode. We're going to talk about ads. To add or not to add, that is the question. Yeah, it's not a question. Einstein would be horrified. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking last week about, you know, what is marketing? And obviously that paid channel is is a really, really valuable one and, and probably, you know, with the exception of expert, it's also one of the most scalable channels that we can use if we get it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what we're going to explore a little bit more today. You know, what is advertising? Should you be doing it in your business? What are some of the pitfalls that we can do? And we can come sort of come across and, and how can we overcome those? And obviously being a paid channel to advertising channel, we can also advertise in a whole bunch of different media, can't we? It's not mm-hmm. just Google ads or, you know, Facebook slash LinkedIn ads, even Instagram ads that you know, you would come pretty much, you know, open the yellow pages or, you know, do a quick Google search and guarantee you, you will find an agency who specializes in Facebook ads or or Google ads because, you know, that's what a lot of marketing agencies do. And obviously they're very good at telling people that that's what they do as well. Yeah, exactly. But there's lots of There's lots of channels that we can advertise in, you know, magazines, newspapers, TV, radio, sign writing, all those sorts of things all effectively become part of our advertising matrix. And it is expensive. Effectively, we're renting somebody else's audience, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What I love about paid advertising is that you can get results very quickly. So you're not trading as much time as for organic. It's a lot less time, but it does cost. And where you need to be very, very careful is understanding what your outcome is going to be. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Yeah. Certainly when you're playing in this space, you'll you'll start to hear terms like cost per click, you know, CPC, COA, which is cost of acquisition, lifetime custom value. You'll start to hear some of these terms about what does it cost to acquire some attention on your advertising or on your messaging. 
Mm. So start to think, you know, how much would you pay to get a client? If you could get a client and it cost you, you know, $200 and right away you were going to sign them up and it was $2,000 monthly recurring, then that to me is a no-brainer. Ironically, a few years ago, Sam, I, I presented this very question to a financial planner in my networking group and I said, well, just curious, what was you pay to acquire a customer, right? We had established at that stage that the lifetime customer value for a client was something in the vicinity of four fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. And for many of us, you know, forty or $50,000 per client sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we, that's very, very achievable, which, which obviously cover in other episodes. But and when I said, what would you pay to acquire one of these clients? Right? And we started, I think, would you pay $1,000, right? And I know the answer for you. If I said, Sam, 1000 bucks, 40000 lifetime value, you're going to pay that. 100%, okay. every time. Now, the only reason you wouldn't do that is if your initial customer value was only 500 bucks and you're paying $1,000 to acquire this $500 client. <laughs> you'd have to be a little bit careful about what your runway looks like and how much you can spend on ads before you run out of cash, <laughs> run out of business. But certainly, you know, and, and she said no. And then we said, okay, what about $500? No, $400, $200, dollars I think we got down into the double digits. I mean, it might be $50 or $60. She wouldn't spend more than $50 or $60 to acquire this $40,000 client. That's nuts. And that sounds completely crazy to you and I when we explained it in that context. <laughs> she did say, why would you not do this? Right? Because this is a multiplier effect, more so than potentially any other channel that you can promote your business in, advertising is this massive multiplier effect uh, in terms of because you just have to go, it, it costs you the same amount of time to spend $50,000 on advertising as it does to spend $100 on advertising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So it does allow you to really, really scale your reach very, very quickly to put, put your message out there. Absolutely. So if we were going to talk, we're talking about paid uh, advertising, when when would you start? If you had a client that came to you, Tim, and said, you know, I'm, I'm not doing paid advertising, what would you, and they were asking, when would you, when should I start doing this? How would you answer that? I think it's an important part of your mix very, from very early on with one caveat, and that is that you really know who your ideal audience is and what their pain point is. Mm-hmm. If you haven't nailed that down yet, I think largely the money that you spend on advertising will either be wasted unless you're also using it to then test your messaging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so a little caveat there. But I think if you, have, if you haven't got your, your ideal avatar nailed down, their pain points and, and really sort of got clarity on your message, I think any money you're spending on advertising is largely going to be wasted from a lead generation perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. If you're doing it to test, that's probably okay. But from a lead yep. generation perspective, I think that's you're probably not. You put, it's probably too early if you haven't got those things nailed. Totally. Generally, and this is a super general rule, so don't quote me on this as exact. But for most people that are not doing ten thousand dollars a month, month, you know, recurring revenue, generally. I'd like them to keep testing to make sure that they've got their audience right, their message right. Um, but once that is converting organically, again, like you said, unless you're using paid marketing to test, then once you've got that clear, then I would turn the tap on. Well, that the other thing there, Sam, is that you're also probably not 
really nail down your delivery systems either. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not at that above 10K a month, you're probably still largely caught in delivery yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you start scaling the number of opportunities that you're bringing in, you're very, very quickly going to find yourself compromising your ability to deliver to those opportunities. Totally, totally. Uh, and that's, not, that's obviously not what we want. Yeah. One of the other things is understanding where is it actually leading to? Because with, I think a lot of people think I'll put a Facebook ad up, someone will click it and they'll buy my thing. But it doesn't work like that. It's not just A leads to B. There's there's a, well, you, I love that you speak about this, Tim, as a pipeline, but we often hear it referred to as a funnel. Why do you call it a pipeline rather than a funnel? Um, like I call it a pipeline because I always think that, you know, pipes are far more efficient than funnels. Mm-hmm. Right? The same amount goes in one end as comes out the other. And that's ultimately the goal. Right? We want to make that as, as efficient as possible. And like funnels, are, funnels are really good sort of illustration if you get one of the kitchen funnels out, right? It's it used to catch lots of opportunity at the top and funnel it towards a single objective. That's why we call them funnels. But really we want to catch as many people as possible and move them all to the same mm-hmm. outcome. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of look at a pipeline. The other thing about pipelines as well is we we, we look at what is the next thing we want to move them on to. And a lot of advertising campaigns fail, not because the ad itself isn't good at generating opportunity. It's because we haven't picked up the next piece of the puzzle to go, where do I want to move them to next? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what does this journey look like? And where is the prospect? Where are they going to be popping out? It's not going to be usually the first step. So I think that that's one of the biggest problems I see as well is people expecting that they're just going to pick up a client straight off an ad and not understanding what that process or that pipeline looks like. Yeah. I think the second issue that I see a lot with advertising can only speak to this with a certain amount of authority because my ad account on Facebook is currently banned. (laughs) It's only running one ad in one channel. And we hear about this a lot where you become overly reliant on Facebook to generate your opportunity. And like what happened to me, you know, your ad account gets turned off because they go, don't like you very much or you violated community standards or whatever, you know, reason that, uh, you know, you get that in that email. But lastly, if if we're only running one ad in one channel, we have this reliance on that channel to work for us. And and we know that algorithms change and suddenly that what was working is no longer working. Um, And if you're only running one ad, you're obviously not testing which one could be most effective Mm. at, at, at generating that. So I think, you know, running one ad, one channel, that's probably another mistake that I see a lot of as well. Totally. One of the big things that I see, and what's funny is that we can see this on both sides of the spectrum, is number one is if you're doing some sort of advertising, don't just set and forget because you can end up in a world of pain, losing a lot of money, not paying attention to what's happening. But then on the other hand, and this is something that you mentioned as we were putting this episode together, don't tamper with it too much because that can be just as much of a problem. So you need to find this sweet spot where you are paying attention, where you are recording your your numbers. So you're not just setting and forgetting, but you're also not playing with it too much because that can really muddy up the results of your campaign. 
Yeah. Well, I think the thing is that we have this thing called banner blindness mm-hmm. in advertising. And if you, it's like, and that's why, the, we, you know, I guess we see so many sort of motor vehicle accidents within a certain distance from the, you know, the, the family home. It's because that's when you start to switch off and you go, and I've been here so much that I don't really pay attention to what's going on. But if you see a new sign, right? If you go somewhere you haven't been before, you have to see enough of it, uh, enough of a sign to, you know, to be able to recognize that it's there but not so much that it become, you become completely blind to it and just becomes part of the scenery. And so when we've got this sort of set and forget and don't tamper with it too much kind of paradigm at, at different ends of this spectrum is that, you know, we, we're working in environments that are constantly changing. There's always new advertisers, there's always new algorithms, there's always new, you know, traffic that changes on a day-to-day basis. And if we don't monitor what's going on, we can either find it becoming ineffective or paying too much for our acquisition. And we find mm-hmm. ourselves going to, well, it's now $1,100 per acquisition and you're only making 1000 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. better turn that one off pretty quickly because it's just going to scale your demise. Um, if, we don't, if we tamper too much, we're not actually getting the opportunity to test our messaging and see whether it's dialing in. So if you're changing your messaging every single day and going, oh, that one didn't work, let's do another one, let's do another one, let's do another one, we're not actually getting the opportunity to dial that messaging in and, and give you enough time in the market to see whether it's actually working. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'd be like going fishing down the beach and tossing your line in and then immediately reeling it back in and going, didn't get a fish, better change my bait. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's exa- that is such a good metaphor. Yes, I definitely don't touch any paid advertising for at least 72 hours. Yeah, I'd probably even leave it longer. I might leave it a couple I of weeks. At, at least. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, give it time to work. Totally. So- What's what's your biggest takeaway, Tim, in regards to paid advertising? What do you what do you want to leave people with? Look, I think it's an important part of any mix, and particularly when you're looking to when you've got your foundations set and you want to start scaling. I think it's a very very important part of your marketing mix. But it comes back to this these fundamentals right, in these foundations. If we don't know who we're trying to reach, what we're solving. And what we want to say to those people that are getting to raise their hand and show interest, it's just not going to work in any channel for mm, us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100%. Could not agree more. Super important part of your strategy, but you do need to be very, very clear. I have had people come to me over the years saying, hey, Sam, can you help me with some Google ads or some Facebook ads? And I just ask a few questions and say, "Mm -mm, it is not where you want to be right now because you're not very clear on who that ideal client is or or what that that pipeline looks like. So it's definitely part of your strategy, but get all of the other things in place first. Awesome. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please share this with your network. I think that this is an important topic for all business owners to hear. And let us know, are you running ads? Are you not running ads? What's working? What isn't working? What are your thoughts around paying for paid marketing? Let's open up that conversation. Tim, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you as always. With you. And we look forward to seeing you back next Tuesday in another episode of Influence by Design. Ciao. 
Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other coaches and experts who are growing and scaling their business too, come and join the Coaches Course Creators and Speakers group on Facebook. The links are all waiting for you over at samanthariley.global. Thank you.